What is up, people? Welcome to Brit Happens, a podcast in which me, a 20-something-year-old Brit, attempts to learn more about the American political system following the biggest election in American history. We will see if I can learn anything going forward. And um, yeah, join me on this journey and we'll see what we can learn together. So to start off with a little bit about myself, I am a 20-something-year-old British young man uh, living still in Britain, but very much interested in American politics, which I started to get into around the 2016 election, which I think we can all agree was a bit of a shock at the time. And now going forward, we can kind of understand why people voted, how they voted and how Donald Trump became the 45th president of the United States. I myself have been interested and focused on this election for the past six to nine months going forward. And I was still quite shocked going into this election that so many people voted for Donald Trump. Over 160 million voters across the entirety of the United States, which in terms of percentage of population who have voted isn't amazing. But it is still the greatest voter turnout in US election history, which is something that cannot be sniffed at. Um, Over 74 million people voted for President-elect Joe Biden, with still 70 million people voting for Donald Trump. And although, it, in my opinion, it is fantastic that Biden has won and going forward will be the 46th president of the United States, there's still close to half of voter population voted for Donald Trump, which I can understand and I, I, I know that the world and especially the US is in very much of a difficult time right now with the global pandemic occurring and so many people across the country and across the world dealing with coronavirus and how Trump has particularly dealt with that pandemic hasn't been quote-unquote presidential. It's been quite a, this isn't my issue, this is China's issue, China needs to fix it, I don't need to do anything. The CDC, which is the the body that essentially gives the president information about pandemics and diseases and how to kind of combat them, they have not been listened to by the president. But the misinformation that Donald Trump has given out to the people has been one that has resonated with them and they almost bring it into their echo chamber and anything that Donald Trump says is then put onto Facebook and then manipulated slightly. And then someone else will hear it on Facebook and manipulate it slightly more to it snowballs into this type of thing where it's just completely untrue. There has been no COVID plan, no specific COVID plan by Donald Trump going forward. Joe Biden obviously has proposed the idea of a COVID plan, which now that he's elected as the 46th president will be coming into place in January when he is sworn in as president in late January. But we can only wait and see for that to happen because up until January, Joe Biden still has no power in the Oval Office in the White House. It'll still be Donald Trump. It'll still be Donald Trump for the next 70 odd days, at least. We'll get into that a little bit later. But we hope that with a more traditional president, should we say, obviously, Joe Biden has been vice president before. This is the third time he has actually ran for president. 
1987, once in 2008, where he did not win the Democratic nominee, but went on to become uh, Barack Obama's vice president. But now he has become the president. We will see where he can take America going forward. Now, of course, at the moment of this recording, it is two in the afternoon on Monday, the 9th of November. So the election happened six days ago and it has been called by all of the major news networks in America. Typically, you need 270 electoral votes to have the presidency called for you. And that again, that has happened for Joseph Biden. And Trump has refused to concede, which is not illegal in the US uh, system, but it is a tradition that if the presidency is, is called for your opponent, you will then call the opponent and concede the race. Obviously, Donald Trump hasn't been anything but than traditional. Instead of calling and conceding and, and essentially being a, grac- a gracious loser in this race, he is instead spreading allegations that there is widespread voter fraud across the entirety of the US, um, mainly in the states where Trump lost the electoral college votes, but not the ones where he won it. Typical. Um, There are many states in the United States which are known as swing states. Now, these are states that could be voting Democrat or Republican in any given election. So, Joe Biden being the Democratic nominee, Donald Trump being the Republican nominee. Now, these swing states are of pivotal importance to any type of election in US presidential history. Typically, they carry a significant number of electoral college votes, which, as we mentioned before, you need 270 to win the presidency. Now, the swing states usually revolve around the south of the country, some in the upper Midwest. So Florida has been a traditional swing state for quite some time. Um, In 2008, they voted Democrat with Barack Obama. In 2016, they voted Republican with Donald Trump. And it was very much a tight race for Florida up until Election Day, when it was fairly early on that it was called for the Republican Party and Donald Trump. So all of their electoral college votes, we assume, we're 99% sure, will be going to the Republican Party, which is why that state was called for Trump. However, other swing states, such as Pennsylvania, ended up going for the Democratic Party, i.e. Joe Biden. Now, Pennsylvania has 20 electoral college votes, and all of those basically pushed Joe Biden over the edge to 273, I believe it was, at the time. So as soon as Pennsylvania was called, Joe Biden was said to have won the presidency. It has been widely accepted through mainstream media. It has been widely accepted through the American people. It's been widely accepted by world leaders across the globe, including the UK here. Boris Johnson has congratulated Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Angela Merkel from Germany has congratulated them, Justin Trudeau of Canada, the Australian Prime Minister, the New Zealand Prime Minister, a lot of the world's global leaders have accepted this as the result. 
The one that has not, of course, is Donald Trump. So spreading these accusations of voter fraud across the country essentially undermines the entire United States democratic system. Donald Trump has been complaining about the, the democratic system in the US since 2016 when he won. He won and he still complained. So him complaining about it when he lost is no surprise whatsoever. Yet they have launched numerous lawsuits in numerous different states across the America, all of which so far have resulted in maybe a few minor changes to the voting count which they were after through the lawsuits, but in general they will not alter the count of the votes throughout the state. They will not essentially change this election vote, which is what Donald Trump is hoping for. But by someone in this form of power, as, as the President of the United States and essentially the leader of the free world, if they say that there is voter fraud, their supporters are going to believe that there is voter fraud. Even though there has been zero evidence, zero solid evidence and zero evidence at all of this actually taking place. And it has been said by experts in the US political system that there is highly, highly, highly unlikely to be any type of voter fraud across the country. So all this leads to what would happen if Trump refuses to accept defeat and does not concede the election. Essentially, the president who has been voted out cannot decide what votes are counted, what votes are not counted, and whether or not to leave the White House. Joe Biden has won the presidency. He will be president on January 20th, 2021. Donald Trump will be former President Trump. There is no way that Trump will be staying in the White House. Despite not conceding, as we mentioned before, that is more of a tradition in the US political system. He does not need to concede in order to lose. He has lost. He will no longer be president. The US political system and the democratic system in general will not see him be president come 2021. But I'd like to end this first episode of Brit Happens on a positive note. I myself, if I were to be able to vote in this election in America, would have likely voted Democratic. And I believe I would have for years in the past as well. But I actually have a hope that the fact that Joe Biden is now president, it allows more people to come together. Joe Biden is known as a former senator and former vice president who could reach across the aisle, so to speak, and actually work with Republicans to serve the American people. And I think for the past four years in which we've had Donald Trump, he has not been the type of president to actually work for the people but to work for himself and work for his inner circle, essentially. But Biden seems different. And I remember waking up the day after the, the election was called and, and Biden had reached over 270 electoral votes. And the world felt more in balance. Like, yes, Donald Trump was elected in 2016, 
and that was a, a, a bit of a gut punch to a, to a lot of people and, and to the world essentially and a lot of far right and extremist um, political parties and political ideations started to rise up across the world and take power but the fact that the most powerful country currently in the world has realized that Donald Trump and the Trumpist view of the Republican era isn't the type of presidency and leadership that they need leads me to believe that that will send a shockwave across so many different nations across the world and a more centrist or center-left view will start to come into play a bit more and I'd like to think that this presidency with Joe Biden will be fantastic, but I am actually more personally excited for the fact that the US has finally elected a woman into the White House. Kamala Harris, the former senator out of California, she will be the first woman in the White House. She will be the first Indian American and the first black person in the White House. And the fact that one day we all may have families of people my age and, and many people do have families, especially of different ethnic backgrounds. The fact that we can grow up and, and see a woman of color in the White House making decisions, changing the world in a way that I truly believe will be the best way possible, fills me with a lot of hope that it's not just a white man that can be in the White House. Obviously, we've had Barack Obama from 2008 to 2016. And at the time, I was obviously very young when that happened, when he was elected for the first time. I was so naive in the fact that I thought that racism had ended because the US had elected a black president. And that is far, far, far from that. There is still a, a huge fight going forward for the rights of every single person of colour in this world. I myself am white, but I stand with the Black Lives Matter movement. I donate to them on a monthly basis. And the fact that people are seeing that a, a woman of colour will fight for them and bring decency to the office is... It's probably one of the only good things that has happened this year in 2020 and I'm, I'm just so so happy to see it happen so i think we're going to end the first episode there of brit happens um we will see going forward what allegations come up about this election what trump would have to say how he tweets about it because that is essentially how he communicates with people more often than not and um yeah We'll be learning more along the way. Thanks, guys. Take care and stay safe.